You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. This is the first of two episodes that are completely subscriber inspired. You know me, I love creating content that you've actually asked for versus being like the influencer who's like, so many people have asked me about my skincare routine. The truth is that most of you are not asking about brand voice, unless you're a subscriber to Facet, because then I asked you to think about it and focus on it for the next three months. So the reason you're not asking about brand voice otherwise is because you don't know that that's the root of why other things are so difficult in your business. Literally no one is typing into Google, how can I fill my empty Tuesday morning with exercises to develop my brand voice? No one. but you are Googling how to write a bio. Actually, 9,900 people per month are typing exactly that, according to my SEO plugin keywords everywhere. Difficulty writing is a symptom of being unsure about your brand voice, and that's not nothing. Bios are notoriously difficult to write. That counts if you're writing your bio for LinkedIn, if you're writing your bio for Instagram, if it's something that's going to be read at a speaking event or when you're guesting on a podcast, or even when you're submitting an article. Bios of any kind are tough to write. Why? Writing your bio is a minefield because it's a mind field, as in it makes your self-concept top of mind. Asking you to write your bio is asking you to wrap up your personality, your values, your beliefs, not to mention your title and your niche and who you help all in one small paragraph. If you were asked to write a paragraph about a common and core concept of your work, like about remedies for a homeopath or the nervous system and trauma for a somatic experiencing coach, it would be easy. The paragraph would write itself. I'm sure you've experienced this for yourself in your business, but your bio is a whole different paragraph to write because it activates your identity and everything you think and feel around that identity. You're obviously completely personally involved and so it feels like the stakes are really high. You probably have all sorts of concerns like using too many big words and then you're risking coming across as being out of touch or you're listing too many accomplishments and then you feel braggy or what if you include too many certifications and then it sounds like a resume or what if you write in too many niche terms that only you understand and then you're going to feel afraid that people aren't going to get it. Or you could write your bio in your voice and you could feel confident instead of clammy, I should trademark that one, when they are reading your bio at your next event. I am making the assumption from here on out in the episode that you have a brand voice statement. That is to say, one or two pages that describe the characteristics of your brand voice, tone, and personality. If you don't have this yet, the mindsets and the suggestions are not going to be of much help to you. You cannot skip this step and get the results that you want, it will not work that way. So if you're at this point in the episode and you're thinking, "Eh, I can get by without a voice, I can still write my bio, 
I will gently redirect you to a paid resource of mine that can help. And that's the current print issue of Facet, Better Your Brand Voice. The single issue is $50 Canadian. That is like 37-ish in US dollars. This one investment is going to help you write everything in your business, including your bio. Now let's say that you guessed on a podcast, they read that bio, the bio is a perfect representation of your brand voice, and you make a sale or you book a client. That investment of Facet for that one issue has already paid for itself. Never mind the progress that you're also about to make in the words on your website and your ads and your social everywhere. Facet is for service providers, people like estheticians, grief counselors, wardrobe consultants, osteopaths, nutritionists, and so on and so forth. Solo business owners. You are warming up to the idea that you even are a brand and you're figuring out what you want your brand voice to sound like, but so far you're lost. Reading this copy of Facet and working through the exercises, you will not be lost anymore because you're going to have a precise guide for how to write everything in your business from today forward. Get your copy today or you can sign up for the subscription at clearquotescreative.co slash facet. You can start honing your business and your marketing skills one facet at a time, beginning with your voice. Let's discuss some practical mindsets that can help you when you're writing your bio for the first time, or you're just updating it for this stage of your business. Mindset one, consider your brand voice as a dictionary at your disposal when you're writing your bio, as in all the words inside there can and should be used. You can literally borrow words from your brand voice to plug into your bio. You can also use related words within your bio. For example, if one of your brand values is intention, that you can reflect that in your bio to create alignment. You can use phrases like with intention or intentionally or I'm intent on or any number of things. But what I'm suggesting here is that you use them as sentence starters and sentence fillers when you're writing your bio draft. Mindset two, the bio that you're writing has an expiry date of six months. Hear me out. A bio asks you to state who you are. Thus, it essentially implies who you're about to be next. And if you're in any part of a growing phase, and let's face it, as an entrepreneur, you probably are. The reason that it's so hard to sit down and write a bio is because your current identity feels mutable, changeable. It's hard to pin down your identity in this one snapshot of time when you feel like you're always changing and growing. So as a result, you're feeling this lack of clarity or lack of certainty about your personal or your entrepreneurial evolution, and you're letting it create the feeling of, oh, I can't possibly write this bio right now because this is going to change tomorrow or that's going to change next month or what if I'm not offering this anymore? So to cut down on overthinking related to this, we are going to give the bio that you're writing right now an expiry date. It is best before six months from today. Any speaking and engagement that you're doing right now. Even if there's a video replay or it's a podcast that lives forever, I feel like I can hear what you're thinking. You have got to think about this bio right now as a reflection of right now. And everybody else does too. Listen, if they're finding your episode four years later, no listener is going to expect that you've got the exact same offers and the exact same opinions and the same freebie that you had back then. You would not expect that of someone. So don't think that people are going to expect that of you. The solution to this is to write your bio to be good for the next six months. Not so specific that it's only about the current launch that you've got going on this week, but also not so general that no one is compelled to take an action because they don't know what it is that you offer. Aim for a middle ground. The best part of this mindset strategy is that you've now given yourself permission to evolve your bio again six months from now. That might not sound like a win. You might be like, what? I have to go back and do this again. But it actually is going to relieve a lot of pressure if you adopt this mindset. Because the bio that you're writing right now, it doesn't need to define you forever. You 
aren't suddenly indecisive or flighty if you need to update it six months from now. All that means is that you've grown and your bio needs to reflect that growth. Even your voice is going to need updating every once in a while as you're growing as an entrepreneur. One of the biggest lies that we're fed in the whole ecosystem of entrepreneur information and education is that once we do something once, we can take that task off our list forever. Marketers love to tell you that, but it's just not true. You are just about always having to rework something. And what I'm trying to do with Facet is teach you that your focus on these facets of business are cyclical. I'm never promising that any print issue is going to be a one and done. To the contrary, I want you to use the Better Your Brand Voice issue to write your brand voice now. And then I want you to pull it off your bookshelf again one year from now to help you update it or six months from now and a year after that and so on. On to mindset three. Your bio is more about conveying the essence of your voice than it is about describing you perfectly. I say this because you can't possibly mention every important detail about yourself in something as short as a bio. So instead of worrying about that, instead you're going to focus on the feelings inside your brand voice statement. What emotions do you want to create? Each of the words that you're choosing to include have an emotional frequency that is all their own. And then the combinations of all the words you're choosing together, those have a vibe too. And what you want is for your bio to provoke one specific feeling. So decide which one that is after rereading your brand voice and then get to work writing your bio. With every iteration, with every new draft, reread your brand voice statement and check. Is this matching? Does this make sense? If there's any words that are out of place, delete those. And then you're going to send your bio to a few friends or clients. Ask them to give you a few words that tell you the impression that they got while reading. Then ask yourself, okay, did these words that came back, do they match my brand voice? If not, keep editing, keep iterating, you will figure it out. Mindset four. Your bio is uniquely yours. If you feel like your bio is missing something, it is probably missing voice. That uniqueness that makes you stand out from every other person and every other bio. So if you can't put your finger on what's missing, it's probably the personality. So that means that it's time to go back and forth between your voice statement and your bio and make adjustments. How can you make your bio more interesting by using aspects of your voice? I'm gonna answer that by telling you what I do when I'm writing for myself and when I'm writing for clients. I often look up things like idioms or synonyms or words that rhyme, words that start with a certain letter. And I use all of those to spark ideas for my copy and for my client's copy. I have three tricks that you can use when your writing doesn't feel voicey enough. One is to go and read other examples. So in this case, I would go and read other bios. I would make note of what I do not like about them. How would I say things differently if I was going to say that sentence? And that gives me clues that I can bring back into my own writing. Because if you can make someone else's writing feel more like you and you, you put in the time to make that practice happen, you can also then make your own writing feel more like you. Second trick, I go and I read something super voicey. Now the best place to go looking for this is inside the portfolio of a copywriter. Search them up on Instagram or Pinterest or just Google it and then click on their portfolio examples. My suggestion is to read through their clients about pages specifically. This is likely where this copywriter has invested lots of time and research into getting the voice just right. Important to note, I am not suggesting that you borrow any words, any phrases, or even structures. Be ethical, of course. But reading good writing from someone who knows how to evoke feelings with words, it's just inspiring. It's gonna give you some hints about how you can play with word choice and sentence structure to create something voicey for you too. And third, 
read testimonials that people have written for you. Go one step further, read testimonials that people have written for other people. Even heck, read reviews on Amazon, anything to get that element of client voice. This is my best tip for when you feel like you're stuck in marketing speak mode, like everything that you're writing sounds like every other entrepreneur ever out there who's trying to sell their services. I will even go and read something like as strange as lipstick reviews or dentist testimonials to rearrange my brain. And so that I'm thinking again from a client perspective. It just reminds me, okay, how do real people talk? And then I'm reminded to just write like that because humans relate to humans. Mindset five, there is no room within that bio's character limit for you to have an identity crisis. Just don't do it. When you're stuck and you're spiraling into thoughts of who am I? What am I? This is your past experiences and your energy blockages bubbling up. They do not need to dictate your future. Feel free to tell your inner thoughts that I said so. I listened to this awesome podcast episode by Steph Crowder recently. It's called Do It Confused. And she talks about this trap that we've created for ourselves when clarity is concerned, where we've decided that I can't do anything until I have clarity. But she asks us to, you guessed it, from the episode title, do it confused. Clarity is going to happen in the doing, not in the waiting. There's lots of ahas in those episodes. I'm not going to paraphrase it much more than that because I just want you to go listen to her show for real. I'll put a link in the show notes. But I want you to know that identity crisis thoughts that are coming up when you're writing your bio, those are normal. They're just not helpful. So in response to that, I'm going to ask you to adopt a new persona. This is a spinoff of a recommendation from Jane McGonigal in her book, Super Better, which I loved. And that is to create a superhero-esque character who does know the answers to what you do, who does know the words to say what you do, because that's a common thing that comes up with my clients too, of like, well, I know what I do. It's just hard to explain what I do to other people. Your superhero-esque character does know those words. And this hero is going to need a name. So assign it one and then move on to this thought exercise. What would that hero say to describe you? Let your superhero self introduce yourself in your bio. Once you do that thought exercise, go back into writing and see how that shapes your voice. Mindset six, your bio is one small part of the whole picture of your brand, not the be all and end all that's making it feel so overwhelming right now at this moment. I don't mean to imply that it's not a big deal, It is. If you're like most of my clients and even myself sometimes, the weight that you're assigning it right now, it's probably out of proportion. If you've been stewing over writing the perfect bio for a while now, I have some tough love for you. You might not love it. Here it is. Schedule yourself five blocks of 15 minutes a day for the next five days. And then whatever state the bio's in at the end of those five days, that's what it's going to be. I know, right? Every day when you start your 15 minute block, start by rereading your brand voice statement. Ground yourself in your tone and in your personality, and then focus on writing words that convey the emotion that you want them to feel. When the timer for 15 minutes is up, put the task totally out of your mind until tomorrow. Let me explain why this is my suggestion. In part, the time limit is going to help you focus. You've probably experienced this. Tasks will expand or shrink to take the time that you've allotted to them. So giving yourself no deadline for a bio could be why it's taking you an endless amount of time. But also, as you go about your other tasks for the next 20 for hours or just like your regular everyday life, your subconscious is still going to be working on this in the background. Yes, even while you sleep. So when you come back to it the very next day, you will get the benefit of all of your subconscious's work on the topic. That's what makes this method better than sitting down for a two hour block to just get it all done at once. I trust that when you implement these mindsets, you're going to find the right aligned action steps for you to follow. You're going to write a bio 
that's the perfect representation of who you are right now and for the next six months, and that it will be beautifully aligned with your brand voice. It's your time to write. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.